Stories and parables have been one of the best ways to teach throughout human history. Today, let's look at some of the greatest lessons ever taught by one of the most influential people in world history on the Fat Man's Guide Podcast. Chapter 6, Lessons Learned from the Life of Jesus. Hey guys, happy Easter. Um, I hope that uh, you're getting to spend some quality time, or I should say at least as much quality time as you can possibly spend with your family as that which you deem safe. Um, Before we get going, as always, uh, I'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you subscribe, share, and like. And I would love to have comments. Uh, Again, remember that we're now on iTunes, and that's awesome. Um, And we would ask that you would go and give the podcast a good review. Um, Even if you watched it on YouTube or something else, just go there quick and give a review. Um, Give me five stars. Obviously, I would love that. Um, Write some nice stuff. Um, That way it helps spread the podcast a little bit easier through uh, iTunes. And as always, uh, if you listen or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment or anything that you would uh, uh, like to be able to leave that might give me an idea of something to talk about in future episodes. Now, I'm going to get things right going. Uh, Today is Easter. It's a really special day for a lot of people. I know it's very religious, so, you know, maybe I'm taking a chance here by doing this podcast um, because I'm I'm probably assuredly going to upset someone. But uh, I want to talk about the life lessons that we can get from my man, Jesus. All right. Now, I know some of you guys are going to be saying, Jim, I'm not a Christian, so I obviously have no reason to listen to this. Now, before you do that, please give me a chance, all right? Jesus is considered by most historians and religious people of multiple faiths to be one of the top teachers in history. And I want you to understand that I am not going to spend a bunch of time with the religious conversation, all right? So if you're thinking I'm going to get religious, I'm not getting super religious. I'm going to leave that to the pastors. Today is 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 their Super Bowl, all right? Between Christmas and, and I would argue Easter is the most important one, this is their Super Bowl. You want to be able to listen to the religious conversation, go to church, should have gone to church, all right? Or obviously listen to someone talking online. I guess going to church would be bad. Now I sound like one of those people who's trying to get y'all killed. But what I want to talk about is the amazing life lessons that I think we can learn um, on how to deal with life and how to deal with failure that we can get from Jesus' story, all right? And, and I know you're asking, how am I getting that? Here's the thing. If you really follow the story of Jesus, all right, how do we know that this guy is one of the top people in history? Think about it this way. At worst, all right, take away the fact that he's son of God, all right? If you're, if you're not a follower, even if you are a follower, just, just look at it this way. At worst, he's not the son of God. Let's say he is a poor, fatherless child who by the time he was 33, he had influenced the world to such a level that his followers created one of the largest religions in the world. Now, I'm telling you, you can't do that without throwing some truths out there. All right? And so that's why I want to talk about Jesus today. To do that, I have to talk about what Jesus was not. All right? Um, first thing I got to throw out there, he is not this soft, effeminate individual that we normally see in religious pictures. You know the ones I'm talking about, the long flowing hair, the little dainty hands. He looks like he might break if he fell down, all right? Um, let, let's be honest about who Jesus was, all right? Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Jim's Jesus here, okay? First off, he's a carpenter and a mason. Now, I know that some of you guys haven't worked manual labor jobs. I grew up on a farm and I've done plenty of manual labor. Uh, And I've done both carpentry and masonry. You are not a little weenie effeminate folk if you are doing those two jobs. He is a big, 
individual from a standpoint of physicality. If you're doing those jobs, you've got physical strength. He lived in the Middle East, all right? He's Jewish. That means he has a dark complexion, short curly hair, because it's really hot over there. This dude is a man's man. If you were to see him, you would not see a femit Jesus. You're going to see a man's man Jesus, right? So first off, understand where I'm coming from. That's the guy we're dealing with. Now, he worked outside every single day doing that heavy manual labor work I talked about. And you know how I know this is true? I don't want to get super into the, the religious stories. How do you think that dude walked into the temple and overturned the changing tables? Do you think that some little soft little guy is going to walk in there and do that? No. Do you think the Pharisees who want their money are going to let him do that? No, they're not going to let him do it. So why did they let him do it? How come no one challenged him? I'm going to tell you why I didn't challenge him. Because he walked in there, all right, rock solid, walked in, overturned the tables, looked at the Pharisees and said, what? What do you want? Bring it. That's, that's, that's my Jesus, all right? That's my Jesus. So I'm looking at who he realistically was, okay? Now, he was not the guy either who told future governments and power-hungry people to use his name to start wars. He did not allow religious entities to run nations. That's not who Jesus was either, all right? So for you folks who think that's Christianity, that's not Jesus. So, again, and, and I want the religious folks to know too, all right, especially you Christians, all right, um, I am not trying to speak from a, a level of heresy here. I got nothing but respect for my man Jesus, okay? I've uh, been following him for a long time. Uh, but I want to be realistic about who he is historically. So, with that being said, what are some of the biggest lessons that we can learn from Jesus, all right? And so I picked a couple things I think are really relevant to all of us. The first, and in my opinion, the golden rule of Jesus, treat others as you would want to be treated. That's rule number one. If all of us in the world would treat others as we would want to be treated, we would have no problems. And the thing is, if you look at this, so many other religions and groups have, have taken this and run with it. Clearly, Jesus was an influence. Number two, you can change your life anytime you decide that you want to for the better. When you look at his entire story, all the people he talked to, did he go and hang out with the religious people? No, he didn't. He went to the bars. He went and talked with the prostitutes. He went to the people who needed and wanted to have a change in their life. And whether you're talking about it from a religion standpoint or just normal thinking, how many of us as human beings on a daily basis want to make those changes? And then the third thing, guys, the third thing that we're looking at is life is going to be a struggle and you're going to need to prepare yourself for it. At no point in time did Jesus talk about life being easy. Never. All right. Matter of fact, if you look at the text, he talks a lot about the difficulties of life. He talks about people um, being wronging you. He deals with people who are starving. He deals with people who are lepers. He knows that life is going to suck. Matter of fact, going up to the Easter story, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, he knows that's going to happen to him. That's why he is so stressed. He understands that what he's about to do is going to be a challenge. Every single one of us in life, we always do things that we are scared to death. Are gonna, we're going to struggle at. We're going to fail. Shoot, guys, me doing this podcast. 
I get scared every single time I try to think up an idea to put on here because I'm, I'm scared that you're not going to listen. I'm scared you're not going to listen to the whole thing. I have to get past that. If you don't, you don't. It is what it is. But if I'm going to do things in life, I've got to be willing to try it. That's Jesus, all right? He knew life was going to be a struggle. So talking about those three things, we can see them play out in the Easter story with today being Easter. And when you look at what happens to Jesus here, there's a lot that we can learn. So understand that one of the first things we see in the, 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 uh, the Easter story is that you're going to go through times that are going to test you, all right? And you're probably going to feel very alone. We see that in his 40 days in the wilderness, right? Where he's tempted by the devil, all right? How many of us have ever been there? So many of us have been, guys. So many of us have struggled, and we've been in this dark time period, okay, where we felt like we didn't know what we wanted to do. And Jesus shows that we have to be able to stick to what the goal is, all right? Understand that we have to make that decision. He, at this point in time, did not want to do what he was about to do. Matter of fact, he begged God not to. He didn't want to. People forget that part of the story. He knew it was going to suck. So he goes through that 40 days, right? And then when he comes back out, what is kind of amazing is that we have this total opposite feeling, right? We have these moments where we're going to be on top of the world. Remember when he showed up to Jerusalem and they put him on the, they put him on the donkey and he came in with the palms and everything else and everyone is just praising him, praising him, praising him. We've all, and the thing is, we all strive for this. We all strive for that feeling. And many of us have had moments where we had that feeling. But one of the things that we get to learn from this moment is that is fleeting. And Jesus didn't get out of control because Jesus knew what was going to happen. He didn't all of a sudden get arrogant and absorb himself in the moment. He knew. We know that when there's good times, do we get super excited like when we're in our 20s? When we're in 20s, something good happens. We're like, man, the whole world's going to be awesome. And then what do we find out? Another shoe, as they say, is going to drop. And something bad's going to happen. And see, after he enters Jerusalem, Jerusalem, my apologies, at that point in time, what happens? They come after him. They accuse him. They arrest him. And, at, and all of a sudden, you get, you get kicked right off that mountain. And not only that, how many of you guys have ever experienced when something bad happens, the bad times come? All of a sudden, those people that you thought were your friends, they had your back? Did they have your back? No. A lot of us have experienced those moments where those people we thought were our friends, our supporters, they weren't there. And all of a sudden they deny him just like when he was denied by even his disciples, his closest friends. And then what ends up happening? You're going to be beaten, left for dead, and placed out there for everyone to gawk at your misfortune, which is totally relevant today because what do we have? We have social media, right? Everyone's mistakes get blown up. People rip on each other. If, if, if something bad happens to you, everyone's sharing it with each other. And that's what happened to Jesus. And so now you're left for dead. Everyone's gawking at your misfortune. And then it gets dark. It gets real dark. And for him, this is where he goes into the grave. And at this point in time, folks, we've all been in that real dark place. I've been there, man. I've been there. And there's a couple of questions that you have to work through in the dark. The question is, how will you come out of this darkness? Will you learn and grow as a person? Or will you allow the ugly things of life to make you an even uglier person, right? And so now, Jesus, of course, in the resurrection story, is resurrected. And when he comes out, he's his best person. 
And see, when we go through these tough times, we go through that darkness after we've been totally destroyed. I know some of you guys don't know what it's like to literally have your whole world ripped apart. I've been there. All right, I've been there when I go out in public that I wanted to keep my head down, never look at anyone. And if you've ever been there, and I know a lot of you have been, how did you come out of that darkness? And see, that's what we learned from this story. Because see, when he comes out, yeah, he comes out and is his best person, but everything's great, right? No, you're going to have the scars left. He had the scars on his hands. You're still going to have those scars from those terrible times. That doesn't mean that you can't be your best person. Matter of fact, those scars are going to remind people of all that you've been through and that you're being your best person in spite of what you went through. And that's going to be a positive example of how to live your life. And see, that's what we learned from Jesus in the Easter story is we know that life is going to have all these ebbs and flows and it's going to be very, very difficult. And, and you're going to deal with the, the times where you're alone. And then you're going to have those moments when you're on the top of the world. And then you're going to be accused. And you're going to have people, you know, deny you. And they're going to leave you. And they're not going to have your back. And all you're going to be sudden, you're going to be literally knocked to the ground, laughed at by everyone. And you're going to end up in the darkest place you've ever been. And the question is going to be, how will you come back from it? And the story of Jesus shows us all those examples of what we can potentially be and how we can be our best person. Truth is, the people who can influence other lives around them, in their community, or in the world, can only do that, listen to me here, if they've been through stuff. If you haven't had a difficult life, I'm going to be honest, you don't know what people are going through and you can't appreciate it. And so, understand that Jesus' last days show us that even the least of us can end up influencing the world, our communities, or the people around us. It just depends on the type of decisions that we make. All right, guys. Hey, you know, uh, I, I appreciate you guys being here. I hope you do have a great day. I appreciate you guys listening and, and just kind of getting this, I don't want to say it's motivational because it's really not, but just this little lesson on what we can learn from Jesus that we can apply to our lives, which is probably really important right now when we're all stuck inside and we're struggling. All right. Some of us have lost our jobs. Some of us are struggling to get by. Some of us are just struggling to be stuck in the house. All right. If there was ever a time to really think about how we can be our best person, this is a great time for this story. Hey, thanks for being here. Uh, please go on and support the channel with a subscription, a like, a share, and a review. Leave a comment if there's anything else that you would like me to cover. And as always, remember that we have control over how we live our life. And we want to live that life to the fullest, without excuses, even in crazy times like these. See ya. See ya.